0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Lawyer's Toolbox on Law Talk Radio. This is your host, Nick Augustine, the Law Publicist. This show is brought to you by Law Publicist Communications, a marketing and public relations agency serving Chicagoland professional and legal service firms. Here at Law Publicist Communications, we assemble an image to project and encourage the success of our clients. We help Chicago's lawyers with legal marketing, copywriting, and public relations. Get on the map and stay there with Law Publicist Communications. Today's guest on our show is Mary Erlane. She is the president of Peak Marketing and Sales Incorporated and also serves as the executive vice president of the LMI Riverside Group. Mary is a business coach who specializes in strategic and organizational planning and implementation. Mary is the facilitator of the Peak Workshops and is the co-facilitator of the Entrepreneurs Group in Chicago. See Mary for connecting the dots and removing barriers and her websites, and they are, first, number one, www dot peakmsi.com again, P E P E A K M S I dot com, and also ww dot workshops plural, so linkedinworkshops.net. We welcome all callers this afternoon. Uh, telephone number to call in is 917-889-9732, option one, to be placed in the queue. Also, if you do not have time to call into this show or you're hearing this on an archive broadcast, always you can shoot us an email uh, or to me directly at nick, N-I-C-K, at dot with Law Talk Radio and the subject line. By way of disclaimer, quickly, this is General Information Program, and the advice chart on this show does not constitute legal advice. Results may vary based on your facts and location. Communication with attorneys on the show does not give rise to attorney-client relationship, and our programming is politically neutral and objective. Your counterpoints to views expressed are always welcomed. Law Talk Radio is produced by Law Publicist Communications, an ALRPRA incorporated agency, and Law Talk Radio does not necessarily endorse all the opinions expressed by guests. Finally, all callers remain confidential and all rights to this broadcast are reserved. We have a couple uh, upcoming events to let you know about from Chicago Lawyer Magazine. Uh, First, the Chicago Lawyer Magazine's Off the Pages series uh, has Taking Care of Business on September 20th, 2011. The three panels who will be speaking on the subjects are, number one, how to grow your book of business in a challenging economy, second, building a relationship with your in-house lawyers, third, motivating and keeping young talent. The panelists presenting at this event are top attorneys and executives with valuable insight. The event will be held from 7.30 to 11 a.m. at the University Club here in Chicago. For early bird registration and more information, please call Olivia Clark for more information at area code 312 644 Three three again three one two six four 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 zero three three or by email at o c l a r k e at C dot com again that's o c l a r k e at l b p c dot com and M C L E credit is pending for this event and sponsorship opportunities are available now another similar event in the off the pages series is. Going to be on October 18th, 2011, called "Taking Diversity Seriously." The panelists there are number uh, topics. Are, I'm sorry, are number one being a woman in this legal industry. How do you navigate the challenging waters? And secondly, a detailed look at local diversity statistics. In addition to the panelists presenting at this event, Chicago Lawyer presents a keynote speaker, Erin Reeves of Next, Nextion, which is N-E-X-T-I-O-N-S. Um, uh, Aaron Reeves is a Chicago lawyer, columnist, and diversity expert who will present, quote, a status report on diversity. The event will be held also at 7.30 to 11 a.m. at University Club here in Chicago. And uh, likewise, same contact information for early bird registration and MCLE information. telephone number for Olivia Clark at Law Bulletin is 312-644-4033. Email again is O C L A R K E. At lbpc.com. Now, for today's uh, program, the subject matter acclaimed business coach Mary Erlane is our guest today to tell us about what she keeps in her executive coaching toolbox to help us learn and develop more sustainable business behaviors today about LinkedIn. Uh, when we take the time to address how we work, we can learn to work more smarter saving time and money. Now, again, with LinkedIn as a tool, Mary's going to give uh, some examples today, seven action items for lawyers who want to get more out of LinkedIn. Additionally, she does give LinkedIn workshops. These are hands-on workshops all over the Chicagoland area. The LinkedIn site and features continues to change, and the improvements can be easy to miss. On this episode, again, Mary's going to tell us all about how to use LinkedIn today, and we're going to ask her seven questions and get seven action items on things we can do immediately. So, again, great value in having uh, an individual who's an expert and who continues to follow the updates on LinkedIn and the site. So without further ado, Mary, we want to say hello and ask how you're doing today.
0: I'm doing great, Nick. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
1: Were you? Did you know what to wear this morning, Whether because it was 100 yesterday and 60 today? <laughs> I
0: wore silk, which is the perfect fabric for raindrops not so much. So. <laughs> no, I made a very bad wardrobe decision.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. It's June in Chicago. We have no idea what we can expect. So, uh, All right, so moving through here, here are seven action items for lawyers who want to get more out of LinkedIn. Mary, we're going to create these action items as we go. I'm first going to rattle off the list of seven questions um, on what uh, we believe our, our listening audience wants to know how to do. So number one, they want, people want to know how to promote their career and their law practice. Number two, they want to know how to research their competition. Number three, they want to know how to perform due diligence in examining their client and other parties. And number four, they want to learn how to earn referral business from known friends and colleagues. Uh, Fifth, they want to attract new business from new sources. Sixth, they want to promote events and success stories. And seventh, They want to learn more about industry information and resources that can help them. So, starting from the beginning, let's talk about something people can do today to promote their career and their law practice. What's one simple thing?
0: One simple thing that they could do, well, we'll give them a few simple things, but the first simple thing that comes to my mind that they could do on LinkedIn would be send out some type of a network update. You know, on the profile, there's a little box just right below um, their name and, and their picture, and that's an update. Think of it as the Facebook wall. Send out some little announcement, something exciting that's happened, something of interest, something that you've learned, you've read, a link to an article. Um, send uh, something of value. Um, that may define what you do in your law practice in terms of your preferences and specialties, or perhaps something for your um colleagues that you would want more referrals so it it may be of interest to you know their their strategic partners um example, given business lawyers enjoy working with c p a s and insurance people and, and bankers because that's how they get their business. So send an announcement, you know, put a little blurb out there. Um, get your name out there because it lands in somebody else's inbox. Um, they read it and you're that much closer to a conversation.
1: When you say it lands in someone's inbox, are you referring to the link, to updates? So that's what we're getting, those emails. Yep.
0: Yes. Yes, LinkedIn updates. And, um you know do these updates during billing hours i um some people opt for their updates to to come more frequently you know on a daily basis uh some people prefer to have them come on a weekly basis but nonetheless once you put something out there and then there are other sources like you can if you're part of twitter you know you can choose to send that out as a tweet but it will appear um sometimes in your groups just You're not going to get yourself um, your name out there if you're not going to take action and actually put uh, some type of message. Hiding inside of LinkedIn is not a way um, to build business. You've got to be active and you've got to do those little slight edge things Uh that gets your name and your picture in front of people
1: frequently. Mm-hmm. One of the tips that um, that I picked up, uh, I don't know where, but um, my Facebook and I—it's been some time since I've done that—but my Facebook business pages, when I post something, it also will go to to LinkedIn. So I, I think that's a really uh, nice thing as well.
0: Absolutely, there are apps out there, uh, like um, TweetDeck is is one where, um, and I know even for um, some blogs and things where all of the social media um, are interlinked. So when you put something in one place it will land in several others.
2: Mhm.
1: Um, another comment that I want to make is about authenticity. Um, and, you know, during this show, Mary has a lot of things on her inside. I also kind of chime in with things that I've learned. A lot of these things I've learned from Mary, so I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, but there are a lot of people who do go through their LinkedIn and look for different things. As a publicist for my clients, I, you know, sometimes will have access to their LinkedIn accounts. And we'll go through their groups and their, you know, updates to find things that other colleagues are doing so that we can either comment back um, or, you know, be in touch with that person or, you know, find someone. Um, I think there's a good level of authenticity there when people are posting things on LinkedIn. They're intending it to be for a solid business purpose. So I think there's more... Um, if you're spending 30 minutes a day on Facebook and you're spending 30 minutes a week on LinkedIn, I think you might have it backwards. Um, I think you should use LinkedIn more, right, Mary? If
0: you're trying to build your business, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because... um and in, in, LinkedIn is not meant to be a static site. It's not like it isn't It isn't a website for a business. And even then, they're not static sites where you do them and you're done. Um, you throw your profile up and you're good to go. It is a working site, uh, very similar to what you're describing in the world of Facebook. Um has more of a social flair to it, although Facebook has um, really... Um, made some strides in in building up that, that business side to it. LinkedIn is pure business networking, and um, there's, there's just opportunities just awaiting you, if you will. Go ahead and schedule the time um, to spend 15 minutes a day in the morning and 15 minutes a day in, in before you leave. Uh, 15 minutes is not a long period of time, but it can pay uh, so much in the end.
1: And uh, one of the things that I like to do is schedule schedule what I'm going to look for. Again, build it into my calendar. What I'm going to look for, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to share um... because i think that you know while there may be many people out there who say oh i never looked at those i know they get them all the time they may just see your name pop up frequently um, which is a good brand builder um, for recognition but i think there are there i know there are other people who do go through and read things and uh... i have personally uh... reconnected with people or made initial connections just by spending some time there so uh... let's move on to our next our next question is researching the competition So, uh, what are some action steps that we can do to learn how to research maybe, um, you know, someone else in another, or whether it's another attorney or someone who's got a high-profile case, we want to find more about somebody.
0: Well, inside of LinkedIn, there are several ways that you can uh, research people. Um, The first would be in the People tab. You can either put somebody by name in there. You can put it by keywords. So, typically they say people and we think it's a um a first and last name. Yes, that's one way. So if I type in, you know, J dot Nick Augustine, yes, your profile is going to come up. Um but if I type in um law publicist, your profile is going to come up. So you can search by keyword. You can so if you have a specialty in mergers and acquisitions, as one example or or personal injury um you can put those words into the um, the the search box and click and you will get a series of attorneys and they may be national um then an advanced search bar will appear on the left, and now you can you can put some geographical filter, like a zip code, in there. And click through. You can also sort by relevance. You can sort by keywords. Um, there's a number of different ways you can sort that page. And begin clicking through and reading their profile. Um, it might make sense for you to look at national attorneys because if for some reason you needed help elsewhere in another state, it might be nice to have a short list of people or develop relationships with people that are, are outside your your boundaries um, of being able to practice law. Um, so begin to research and look at their summaries. Um, look at where they went to school. Look at how much of a summary they're showing. Um, take notes and of, of the keywords. You could just write those down on a a piece of paper and every time you see the word merger and acquisition or just note what are the common terms that you're seeing amongst your competition Um, because you may be on to um, some um, idea potentially on how to write your profile um, more effectively. Um, There should be website links. So you can click off of there and go somewhere else and take a look at company websites or or whatever exists. So when you're before you begin to write your summary, you might want to research your competition to see how do you want to position yourself. What is your unique uh, business identity that you have? Um, you do have one. Every single attorney has one, and is not just defined by their area of specialty in law it's defined by the individual and how do you capitalize on it that's what i do as a business coach is help you really understand um what is that identity what is that message that could resonate and get somebody's
1: attention Mm -hmm. um so again where is this located the all these different tabs from when you're on linkedin
0: when you're on linkedin if if one is looking at the, um, the any page and there is a search bar up in the upper right-hand corner and you search, and the first one, I believe the default is always people. And you can put in keywords at, or you can put in a name um, and up will come a, a series, you know, no different than a Google search, but in this case it will be a series of profiles. Um, Another way you can do it is if you want to search out the competition in particular law firms, you could search under companies. That would be one other way, and and then put the, the, the name of the company. Usually the law firm is a series of, of surnames. Um, but you can continue to refine your results because there's an advanced search bar that automatically defaults and comes up on the left side of the page, and you can... Continue to add whatever criteria you are to get that list smaller. Let's start to search the profiles um, and and just take notes uh-huh. um, because you then can develop a profile that really suits you and has you kind of rise above that competition. hmm
1: uh-huh. Okay, we're going to pause for a quick break and then uh, come back to our third question, which sort of dovetails a little bit, performing due diligence and examining clients and other parties. um, I have a couple thoughts there. So, um, you know, so maybe these are, instead of competition, uh, we're talking about people we already know and want to mm-hmm. you know get some information um on them just to uh, to really know who we're dealing with so we're going to pause for a quick break our first uh set of commercial uh sponsors comes from Mary Irland herself but also first uh Nancy K Ducharme. so first com- uh commercial sponsor Nancy K Ducharme, if you are trying to I like this one, the new copy. Are you trying to get sued? Do your marketing and materials and slogans infringe on another's intellectual property rights? Well, if so, you need the right legal services to advance your creativity but guard against trademark infringement. Call the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. land attorney Nancy K. Ducharme brings big law firm experience and reputation to her intellectual property law firm, serving national corporate clients in the area of trademark, copyright, internet law, and advertising copy law. The law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Charm is there to help you with your advertising copy review and you can get in touch with Nancy today by visiting www.nkdlaw.com and by dialing 708-444-7900. Again, that number is area code 708-444-7900. And secondly, from Peak Marketing and Sales, Mary Erlane. If you have not yet Mary Erlane, you should listen up because she can help you make more money. Mary is well-known all over Chicagoland for executive coaching and unique abilities in helping people connecting the dots and removing barriers to business goals. Mary is the president of Peak Marketing and Sales, Incorporated, and these renowned coaching and consulting services are available to businesses, associations, organizations, and teams to bring about measurable results you can call mary today at area code 630-768-1422 again that's 630-768-1422 or you can visit peak marketing online at www peakmsi.com. That's P-E-A-K-M-S-I.com. Now, as we get back to our Law Talk Radio program, we do remind our uh, listeners to call in with any questions they have, 917-889- 9732, option one, uh, or also by leaving us uh, a comment on our Facebook page. You can find that by searching Law Talk Radio. And, all right, so to our third uh, third question, looking for an action item on, again, the question was, how do we perform due diligence in examining current clients uh, and other parties so you know a little bit different from the competition I know the the people search tab is going to be similar but uh, what types of things are we likely to be able to find uh, on LinkedIn to do due diligence so we know who we're dealing with
0: Um, first piece the search the search uh, would be very similar although in this case it would probably be first and last name um, or the, the company And then, literally, I would probably create PDF files. Uh, You have that ability to save profiles in in, um, separate files on your computer. Um, So you have them, and you can review them more in detail, and you can review them offline. Um, The first thing I would uh, naturally do would be uh, read the profile and... um, by creating files, they could be printed out and then put across um, a table, and so if you had six different employees inside of a company, you could compare and contrast um, what those summaries are saying, you know, uh, the the summary part, what people are, are uh, writing about this company. Um, other things that you can do is you can research where were these people working in the past, so you can... Essentially, um, create uh, a timeline of of how long these employees, um, how long the company's been around. Um, You get some background on on the owner. Uh, Another great tool would be if there's any recommendations that these these profiles, these people have. Now you can see if this was a colleague, if it was a customer. so you can see who this company or these people have been doing business with. So now you're creating um, another dimension. Um, going from there over to the website. And now this is all happening inside of LinkedIn. We haven't even gotten to the world of Google yet. But you can go over <laughs> to the website and um, and do some research on the um what's the website saying about this company and compare that to the summary? Um, so those are probably my first thoughts. Um, and then I will yield to you, Nick, to probably expand on that, and then we can come back and, and pick some more ideas
1: around. Yeah, the only uh, the only thing that I wanted to mention was uh, an ethical component. And there are, you know, of course, you know, check out your own jurisdiction, but there are, all sorts of cases that are coming down, and all as well as advisory ethics opinions that say if you are already if you are not already connected or linked with someone on LinkedIn or social media or facebook or whatever you you cannot you cannot ethically go and connect with someone for the sole purpose of gaining uh, information. And it's just all based on uh, fr- the idea of uh, fr- you know, fraudulent connecting with people. Um, if it's not authentic, uh, it's all, all under the the law of uh, misrepresentation, fraud and deceit. All of those uh, good things can snag you if you are uh, doing that. So and again, it's, the question is how they are going to how do people police that you know that's another question that um is for more of our you know tech people but i'm sure that uh linkedin somewhere has records of who goes on which site and who goes where and, and there are also features i've seen where you can actually see who's looking at your site mary how does that work
0: well um just backing up uh linkedin has a running log of when you've connected with somebody so it's fairly easy so, the date that you and I became first degree um connections is logged, so within a case um that that could be looked at that x y z person inside of a law firm became um connected with this individual and that was x number of days before or after the case took um was filed would definitely be scrutinized so um that's fairly easy information um to access uh-huh. um again your your question just so I don't go off on a tangent. what was your question again?
1: So, just performing due diligence and examining, um, you know, not competition, but your own clients uh, and maybe other parties in litigation. So, they may be your own clients or they may be adverse parties. And it just, you know, again, my call for caution on um, not doing anything fraudulent, but... Uh,
0: Absolutely. Um, and, and um, uh, you know, you have so much access to just look at somebody's profile without being able to connect to them on LinkedIn, where, in and And you do have some privacy features um where some people hide those aspects of the profile um but you still are gaining some information where in facebook um there I think those filters are used more more commonly um probably because a lot of people don't want you unless you are a friend of theirs you know seeing what their their family photos look like and and um, where in LinkedIn that is not really a component. Um, you know, the the next piece would probably be your basic Google searches. You know, the more information that you can get and line up and find those discrepancies, those gaps, those conflicts are to your advantage. So you can have a group of profiles. You can now have a company website. And then you can go out into the world of Google and really – Leverage that information, and and who better than attorneys being able to find those those little gaps and those discrepancies for leverage. The the next piece, um, and I found this out actually this morning, um, Info USA, which is the um, the email um, and direct marketing list that you can get, has a, a company called Info Group. Um, An info group is just pure information about companies. The the purpose for this is for selling strategies, but the the gentleman that that spoke about this this morning um, actually um, was able to access more information um, about a company, and in this case it was not for a lawsuit, it was actually from a, a selling strategy perspective. But nonetheless, he found more information than he did um, inside of LinkedIn as a company. So Infogroup, I-N-F-O, group.com, a subsidiary of InfoUSA, um, is is another place that you can do market research. Now, that could be used for the previous question, your competition, yeah. but it also could be just gaining information about a company um, from, from the, the World Wide Web.
1: Mm, and very interesting. Let's move on to our next uh, our next question is for how, for our lawyers out there listening. How can they earn referral business from known friends and colleagues by using LinkedIn? What are some things they can do today?
0: Uh, first thing would be, um, and and you're always going to hear me schedule time. You know these minutes in the day to look inside of LinkedIn are not going to rain out like those raindrops this morning. From you know this needs to be a strategy that's uh, scheduled as an appointment with yourself in your in your um, calendar. I take my business coaching principles on time management and I apply them to LinkedIn strategies. So schedule some time um, to take um, three individuals. A great place to start would be the letter A. And pick three individuals, go inside of their connections. You can see who they are connected to. Your first degree connections, you can see their connections unless they've shut them off. Usually, people don't shut them off. And look for people that might be of interest for you to have a talk with. It could be a prospective client. It could be somebody that could lead you to several referrals. And reach out and ask for an introduction. You know, reach out to your friend or your colleague and say, I would like to meet Nick Augustine. You know, I own a small law firm and I... I am in need of, you know, public relations um and law practice management services. I see that's what he do does um could you introduce me? And oh by the way, could we get together for a cup of coffee or something if, you know, you could always extend that face-to-face visit to reconnect. And then it it comes over to it comes over to me and I read that and I click and say sure. And now now you're connected. So that's a uh, in Kind of an indirect way and an easy way to get a referral is literally go looking for them inside of your um, your connections um, contact list.
1: Just taking a note about note of that.
0: Um, but the key the key is is always remain professional and state your business clearly and honestly, why you want to introduce, because don't forget, these are your first-degree connections, your referral resources, contacts, and, and always be upfront and honest of what you're going to be doing in that, um, because you don't want that to come back and hurt you if, mm-hmm. if that wasn't your intended purpose.
1: Mhm. Um there's <laughs> so many people who will accept everything they get on LinkedIn. I've seen people do this where it says um you know someone wants to accept and they just go through uh their inbox and uh just click yes to everything, not even looking at what it is. And I've found, you know, personally so many different I found some people who were uh very uh, you know humble about what they were looking for and very permissive based uh and then there were others who were asking uh, you know the ask was just <laughs> it was out of this world i remember one person who wanted to i forget what it was but it was it was way above and beyond the call um mm-hmm. of of something that you know it, i don't have that i don't have time to put things aside or you know someone I don't even know who you know, I don't even know where they got my information or why they're getting uh, you know I know my in, my information is all over the place and it's easy to find and I get people you know sort of trolling for and I know what they want is they want to get into my um, my base of lawyers because those are all my clients so they think well if Nick knows all the lawyers I'll be uh, a friend with Nick and he'll give up all his lawyer clients and it's just like that's not the case and I'm not going to give out my contacts because they'd be mad at me.
0: And that's that's a very valid um, personal perspective on whether you choose to be a more open network or a more closed network. And there's no right or wrong. It is defined by your comfort level. And um, and, and and I know you need to go to break. Just one more thing. If you are unsure about your um, forwarding an introduction over to somebody else, you can always forward it first By cutting and pasting it in email, a regular email, not anything inside of LinkedIn, you can forward it over and say, do you want to meet, um, you know, John Smith? And they can go ahead and go through it, go look at the profile and tell you yes or no, and then you can forward and decline on that basis. Nobody says that you can't have a conversation offline of LinkedIn before you forward or decline sending an introduction. Again, now you're making contact with somebody back in your network, and you are also right. You're you're kind of rising above um, the rest by showing them a level of respect. Who oftentimes we're not used to in business.
1: Yes, exactly. It's another thing that we're getting not used to in business is picking up the telephone. I think the telephone, <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell yeah. would be rolling over if he knew <laughs> how how few. People actually picked up and used a phone, you know. So um, exactly, exactly. So it's it's a you know you can get all you know multiple achieve multiple things with one uh, with one endeavor. So it is uh, as Mary pointed out, it is time to pause for a break. And our next set of commercial uh, sponsors come from Jim Thompson and the Get Clients Now program and your very own Law Publicist Communications. First, J- Jim Thompson and Get Clients Now. If you want to get more clients now, there's a seasoned attorney and marketing. Coach you need to talk to. His name is Jim Thompson, and his program is called Get Clients Now. He'll help you take crucial steps towards increasing your firm's revenues. The Get Clients Now program employs various time-honored techniques to help you attract new business and encourage referrals. Jim is a recurring guest on the Lawyer's Toolbox Show regarding attorney marketing, and to learn more about the Midwest Consulting Group, you can visit their website is lawyersmarketingresource.com, again, www. Lawyers Marketing com You can check out the testimonials on the site and find out what people are saying about their group. Uh, ALRPRA strongly endorses the Get Clients Now program and understands the personal accountability component of this course. You can get in Jim t- touch with Jim Thompson today by emailing him at JET, that's JET like JET, at Midwest Consultants.net. Secondly, from Law Publicist Communications, we can get your clients and colleagues talking about you. Law Publicist Communications is a marketing, public relations, and practice management agency serving lawyers and professional services firms. Our Law Publicist Division helps put you on the map and get people talking about you and your firm. Many people hire us to write their marketing material, blogs, and to promote their management, promote and manage their webinars and events. We are a full-service agency, and you'd be surprised how many ways we can help you. Please visit our main website at www.alr.com. PRA.com, uh, which uh, we'll be changing shortly to www.lawpublicist.com. You can also call us directly at 312-854-7149 and see how we can help you today. Let us remind our listeners to share their broadcasts in their social networks when you do see a Law Talk radio show that you might find is of interest. Please uh, be kind and forward that link to someone else in your network or share it on your wall. Uh, The power of viral media is strong, and uh, we've had... Uh, Great success uh, over I Look Today, and we've had some 16,000 people listen to these shows since we started it in January of 2010. So we do appreciate all your support. So now going back to our show uh, with Mary Erlaine, we're talking again about different action items and what lawyers can do today to get more out of their LinkedIn page. Um, So the next thing I want to ask Mary, uh, what can some people do to attract business from new sources? So we just talked about earning referral business from known friends and colleagues. What about new people we haven't met yet? Uh,
0: The place that I would look for those resources would be groups. Um, If you have a particular niche in an industry, an interest, uh, anything that you would define as a niche, um, some vertical, somewhere, um, particular contact people uh, that you would typically... um, Engage with inside of a company like HR is is one example. I would join groups that that's their objective. That's the reason that they are a group on LinkedIn. Um, HR groups would be example given manufacturing industry um, or the subsets in the manufacturing industry Search for groups. Again, how you search for groups is, you know, where people is the default search in that upper right-hand corner search bar. If you pull down, you can search for groups in there. Or across the top of LinkedIn on um, their uh, toolbar um, is the word groups. Join groups. Get involved in discussions. Um, Look for relevant discussions that are going on that you can put an intelligent thought to. Engage in a conversation because what you do is over time when when you're engaging in a conversation that shows your business expertise, you become more of the industry expert. Your credibility tends to build. Um, that would be one place. Another place would be uh, the, the questions and the answers um, area. In the More tab, again, right across that that masthead um, toolbar, is the word More, M-O-R-E. That, that becomes a pull-down menu, and you can see the word Answers in there. If you click on Answers, up will come a window where you can pose a question to the public. Um, and you can send that out there, and... People will give you answers to a question. So you might be doing some market research. You might be just kind of testing what people are thinking out there. Ask an intelligent question that shows a little bit of your expertise. People will go ahead and answer that question. Well, if I've asked you a question and you've answered me, that's defined as a conversation. That's how we get new clients is engaging in conversations. So... You just never know who's going to come back with um, the answer. And ultimately, as that conversation progresses, that could lead to to new business. So those would be two right off the bat. The third would probably also be under that more tab, and that's events. If you are doing uh, workshops, seminars, you know, if you're um doing some kind of a, a gala event or um fundraiser you're participating in or sponsoring, get it up on the events page because the events page is searchable by the entire LinkedIn um clientele. And I have a perfect example. I have Entrepreneurs Group, you mentioned it in the very beginning. It's a peer to peer business support group um, for Uh, business owners here in the Chicagoland area in the western suburbs. I put that out on uh, LinkedIn and uh, I had somebody um, contact me through LinkedIn saying they're interested in joining the western suburban group and they'd like to talk to me more. So it's a a matter of putting your information out there and it may just resonate uh, with a stranger and that stranger reaches for you.
1: And you never know who's out there, and I, you know, it's the people, I I can tell you in going through events in some of those groups, um, one of the things that I've noticed is that you can pick who you want to invite to your event, so having an idea of who are the preferred people you talk to on a frequent basis, I think is a good idea, um, as opposed to just spamming people, that is one thing that Facebook also corrected, um, was that you cannot just select uh, one, if you have lists, you can't just... Grab the whole list and send things out. So, um, I think that more people are using more of these, more of our social media tools, uh, with an understanding that if someone's sending you something, they've you know likely keyed in that you are probably uh, someone that they want to be in touch with, as opposed to spam. Um, you mm-hmm. know, Mary, what are your uh, questions or thoughts on on spam and communication and all these things?
0: Well, LinkedIn's very clear about the solicitation and sales. Mm-hmm. Um that is not the purpose, and they did um they do ha they do have a pretty strict policy um, it is not a big deal to them to go ahead and just suspend an individual um especially considering that um the predominant amount of their membership is playing for free. It's not a real loss of money if they suspend your account. <laughs> Um so if you're gonna behave badly and uh and and spam people um you will your your account can be suspended um, you're not supposed to be soliciting you're not supposed to be selling um, requesting money those types of things inside of LinkedIn. If people answer your questions inappropriately um or post inappropriate updates, that can be sent into the spam. Department and again, LinkedIn will take action. It's kind of interesting that it's a i it, i I personally have only had one email where it was you know they're from a third world country send me all your money kind of a, a we get them sometimes in our email
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, It only happened to me once in all the years, and all the connections I have in linkedin and, and that account was was um abruptly taken off recently. I have no idea who this group was, but they were putting up, um, um, at least I'm old enough to remember these people, but they had, like, uh, connect to Doris Day, Rock Hudson. Uh, I'm not old enough to remember Ty Cobb, but I do know baseball. Uh, Babe Ruth, you know, all of, and they were using clip art for the the faces, and they were putting fake profiles up, and all of a sudden all of those in one failed swoop, all of those invitations Um, were taken out of my inbox. So people are attempting to do it, but I think LinkedIn, um, as a management site, managing information does an excellent
1: job. That's good good to know because it's one of the things that people are uh, often concerned about and um there are there are more and more more and more blogs and things written out there on ethics and um professional responsibility and what you can and can't do because again as lawyers there are different rules under which to operate and uh you can also actually find if you go to the Illinois rules of professional responsibility 7.2 7.3 in there they have Uh, several uh, comments that talk about use of social media and such. Um, So let's move on to the next one is promoting. We already started talking about this a little bit, but promoting events and success stories. So let's say our law firm wants to uh, host an event. Um, What are some tips or thoughts?
0: The first one I've spoken of is get it out um, on the, um, the actual events uh, tab inside of LinkedIn. Again, going over to the word more, having that drop-down menu, and it is it is one of the links right there. Um, you have the ability to put all the information, if you have your own PDF or um, some some type of a file, Word file, you can just, you know, cut and paste into there. So it can be very done very quickly. From that, you can go ahead and send that out as a tweet under Twitter. And that will go ahead and shorten everything, and it, that will also send it out. Um, in addition, you can then go over and invite, to your point you had said, you can invite specific people inside of your connections, and that now will go into an email inside of their inbox. And in there, you can put an own personalized little message to say, please forward that to those you know and, and people May go ahead and continue, and now now we start the viral thing where I tell two people and you tell two people and so on and so on and so on. So that's how you would do it in the events. Go ahead and put a network update and get it inside your group as as an update. Um, And again, you can tweet that out, and if you can include uh, the link to the page, the registration page inside of that so people can click on it and, or I should say cut and paste it into their browser and go ahead and register. Mm-hmm. So you have two very, very easy ways inside of LinkedIn to promote events.
1: A question about the PDFs because that's something, you know, I'll give by by way of example. Um, when, when a My Group and we create, a, a, you know, an event promo and it's a PDF, um, I'm always looking for places where I can put that in. What When you cut and paste, will that... If the PDF, let's say I use Office Publisher, for example, and I've got um, a photo or other things that are part of that um, that file, let uh, me you know images and whatnot. Will you know? Can you just upload it as a PDF directly, or do you have to copy and paste it? I'm just wondering with formatting quest issues. You
0: cannot. You there. It's in the in the events page. It's a series of fields, so mm-hmm. you, you just need to to create the information because ultimately when you click Save, up will come their own page. And now you have a page inside of LinkedIn, mm-hmm. wwwlinkedin LinkedIn slash, you know, events slash, and then probably a series of characters. So now you have created a web page. So LinkedIn creates a web page for your event right inside the site. And for those people who, you know, because you do get a rather lengthy uh, web address or URL, you know you and i know our our favorite uh place on in in the web is tinyurl.com where you uh-huh. can take that ginormous you know long character filled um address and what they will do is create something that's you know maybe 10 characters long still will go to the same page but now that becomes so much easier to put inside of an email put inside of a tweet Mm-hmm. Um, put inside of a newsletter um but LinkedIn once you put all the information on that event page, it now um becomes um its own web page that you can use to your advantage
1: good tip and something that people sometimes don't remember to do. Tiny URL is a good thing. We're going to pause quickly for our last set of uh, messages and commercial sponsor and then we'll be back and ask two more questions about learning how to learn more about industry information and resources. I'm also going to ask Mary about her thoughts on the paid version of LinkedIn. As she mentioned, uh, LinkedIn is uh, for most of us free, but there's also a paid version. So uh, This is the part in our show uh, at uh, three quarters through. Where we bring you some law practice management resources and today is uh, from ABA Publishing in the ABA Web Store. This week's title we've been reading is called The Young Litigator Tips on Rainmaking, Writing, and Trial Practice, What Every Young Litigator Needs to Know. Young lawyers entering into the practice of law can be overwhelmed by the amount of information they must obtain to create and maintain a productive and successful law practice. Most practicing attorneys know that the education received in law school is only a small portion of the knowledge that is needed, and needed as quickly as possible. This book is a compilation of articles from the ABA section of litigation, chosen by young practicing lawyers, that seeks to guide young litigators in their first days, months, and years in the practice of law. These articles are divided into three key areas, rainmaking, writing, and trial practice. So again, the title from ABA Publishing is The Young Litigator, Tips on Rainmaking, Writing, and Trial Practice. Secondly, from the Law Bulletin Publishing Company, when you subscribe to the Chicago Daily Law Bulletin and the Chicago Lawyer Magazine, you will receive up-to-date legal news from Chicago and around Illinois. Also, check out the Law Bulletin blog, Attorneys in Transition, which offers advice and tips for those lawyers going through a career transition. It also hosts a monthly career seminar for lawyers in flux in their careers. I I am one of the weekly advice columnists published on the Attorneys in Transition site, and I hope you stop by, visit, and leave your comment at attorneysintransition.com. Our fifth commercial sponsor is credit damage expert George Finder. Your credit score and reputation are valuable assets. If you suffer damage to your credit score, you should consider your damages. Credit damage expert George Finder is an expert who can put a dollar amount on damage to your credit score. George Finder is one of the only credit damage experts in the country, and by learning to incorporate credit damage questions into your intake process, you and your staff will learn how to spot credit damage events worthy of retaining George Finder's credit damage analysis services. Available nationwide, credit damage expert George Finder is available Available for consulting on damage to credit reputation. His website, full of resources, is creditdamageexpert.com. Again, creditdamageexpert.com to learn more about George Finder and his expert services. And sixth, uh, from Pleading Drafter Brand Services from ALR PRA. Pleading Drafter Brand Services is the other division, other than Law Publicist Communications. Is your and if your office is disorganized and you're staring at headaches. That another lawyer, only another lawyer would understand, you can count on pleading drafter brand services to help you get your systems in order by using smart project management approach. But Many people hire us to get their billing done, manage their client files, make sense of technology, and even help with research, writing, and filing pleadings. We really are a full-service agency with law student and attorney staff ready to help on a project basis. You'd be surprised, again, how many ways we can help you with your law firm management, finance, and technology. Visit our main website, alrpra.com, again, which is changing to lawpublicist.com, or give us a call on our Law Publicist line at 312 854 7149 to learn how we can help you. Now back to our programming again with Mary Erlaine. We're going to follow up with some questions about using LinkedIn and some action items that our attorneys can use uh, today. So uh, learning again our our, um, question number seven was how to learn more about industry information and resources that can help you in practice. Mary, what are your thoughts there? Um,
0: Define that a little bit more for me.
1: Okay. Let's say you are a attorney practicing in um, an area. Okay, you use mergers and acquisitions before. Let's say there is a subset um, in M&A work, um, a real niche uh, practice area where someone – let's say you take a case and you're looking for some resources and other people and links to what industry standards are for different things. Um, Other than traditional legal research, uh, what are some good tools using LinkedIn, and what's a good place to poke around for more info and resources?
0: Um, I would say, um, now, well, to probably define that, a couple different ways would be potentially when you're searching is uh, your peers, You know, your competition might be um, one place. Uh, Who else would have, um, see, I kind of look at it as a problem. Um, I kind of see it as it has many facets, and sometimes people inside of uh, an industry may only see it, you know, if it looks like a nail. You know, if I have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Well you know somebody else looking at that nail may may not necessarily see a nail they may see a screw so if you if you think about it um, looking inside of linkedin and look for resources um again use your keywords in the in the subset you know throw them in there the worst case can happen is nobody lands in your search <laughs> so I mean, really, that's the worst thing that can happen is when you put some keywords in and, and a zero comes back. Uh-huh. So look for people that are around that industry that you can um, start a conversation with. Um, again, go to their profile, and if you can't contact them through LinkedIn, perhaps you can contact them through their website. You know, sometimes in, now in LinkedIn, the phone numbers exist. Pick up the phone and... and um, um, do something completely unheard of and make a phone call and talk to somebody. Um, it, sometimes we make things so very hard when it can be as simple as put the problem inside of a search bar and see what comes back to you and then take action on that. Um, so LinkedIn is just one resource where you can um, find people to have conversations. And instead of having to go through tons and tons of reading material, we might just get our answer very quickly in a question. Mm-hmm. An answer in a conversation. Does that answer your question?
1: It is, and I was just I was doing it at, I was in the search bar as you were explaining and typing up different things like collaborative family law Um and it's interesting that, you know, it pops up, you know, here's the first thing I've heard of them, I know that, here's another, here's a collaborative law family attorney, I'm not sure if this person is even here, um, I see a name, I i don't see more information, but you know, the question I have is, do I already know that person, does that person already know me through the collaborative law uh, group that I'm a part of, you never know, so... Uh, really, just poke around in the search bar. I think that you can find more of what you're looking for and things that you didn't even realize. I see how time can really uh, sort of slip away <laughs> as you're doing this, too. Well, and that's the
0: key. I mean, if you're, we had talked earlier in this program, you know, a schedule a time. You know, you've got your fancy phones go ahead and set an alarm because you can literally while away the hours doing this and I, I would never promote that in business. I'm wouldn't. i I'm helping people um, actually be more productive and more profitable. This is not how you do it. Go ahead and right before you're set or for any matter, set those alarms for 20 minutes or, or whatever the time is and have your phone begin to vibrate so that you can then stop what you're doing or you can actually make an intelligent decision. If you're right there on the brink of finding what you need, um, you can go ahead and continue forward. Otherwise, shut the website and get back to work.
1: Right. Here's here's another one. I'm just looking at my messages and in inbox. I've got someone who wants a recommendation, and this is a person I've talked to before, and he was going to write a few things for us uh, to be published, and we sort of did not keep track. But the person wants a recommendation, and I said I don't. We haven't worked together yet, so I can't really. What do you expect me to do? Yeah, you know, so I'm gonna I had I responded back and said, you know, if we work together you can earn a recommendation, but I'm not just gonna give a blank recommendation. Another one I found here was someone advertising cheap airfare of international and domestic flights.
0: <laughs> I got that one too. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I'm just I d i am like, Who are you? Why are you sending me this? Now and that's
0: one the second one you can report is spam because that is spam and
1: that yeah. person will get suspended. And I'm looking, mm-hmm. owner of travel and tourism in the San Francisco Bay Area. I know I don't know this person, and it's just highly irritating. Um, so I'll deal with them later. Uh, So back to my last question, the paid and unpaid versions of LinkedIn. um, Mary, I remember a few years ago, I remember that you said this because I was thinking about doing the paid version, and and I remember you saying, you don't need the paid version, and I wonder, um, you know, several years later, do you still feel like that? Uh, What's the paid version all about? What are the benefits? Who, if anyone, should get it?
0: Uh, Well... Uh, typically larger companies will get it and, and um, more often than not recruiters uh, because it's, uh, LinkedIn has its whole dynamic around the, the job search, which is not what this show is about. But recruiters are, are, are uh, very strong on LinkedIn. Why? Well, my gosh, look at the plethora of information. Instead of looking at just a, a one-dimensional or two-dimensional resume, we can get very three-dimensional inside of LinkedIn. There's so much more information to screen people. Um well those are people that stay paid. Um, people that are using LinkedIn almost as their sole source of business because you can go and look in the upgrade version and it will give you the bells and whistles, no different than when they you line up refrigerators, you know, and you see all the, the um um uh, the different options that you can have. That's exactly the way they, they place this on LinkedIn. And you decide. But you have more um, more results in search features, more ability to communicate with people you're not connected to. You have the ability to put things inside of folders. Um, so there's just more functionality. If that's for you, great. Um, for me, that $25 a month um, a, is not enough. There isn't enough value for me. Because I'm, you know, for 30 minutes a day I'm going to, than $25 a month? No. Um, especially since there are other places we can find information out too. So if it makes sense for your business and that $25 you can justify a return um, on that investment, then absolutely do it. Um, but before you do it, you might want to actually track what your return on your investment is free. Um and and if you can justify twenty five dollars over the course of a year or whatever, absolutely. Um, if it makes sense, do it. If if um, if you can't justify, then you're burning your money.
1: Yeah. Um, while while here, I was looking more at this person. I'm annoyed by this person who's spamming me. And. When you go to, so let's say I want to spam this per or report this person. When I go to the link, I see in the blue section where it tells you the current education recommendations, the, the short little blurb about the person, on the bottom right-hand corner it says flag, and you can do the drop-down, and you can choose advertisement. That's the first thing that pops up. The, so you can report a profile as advertisement, copyrighted material, inappropriate picture, inappropriate content, misrepresentation out of date, or other. And so advertisement is one. So again, Again, don't be spamming and advertising. Share valuable information and share invitations to events or things of value, but don't sell to people on LinkedIn, right, Mary?
0: Well, absolutely. And if you're absolutely that in desperate mode to, you know, and, and looking for ways to do marketing, what you just described is not a way. I would rather engage with your firm and have very strategic um PR and marketing um versus spaghetti on the wall, and hoping LinkedIn doesn't catch you.
1: Yeah, it's just terribly annoying. It's terribly annoying. Uh, I look forward to writing up some of the comments here, um, and um, you know, these are good things today, because that's what people really want, and that's what we want to bring people, is things that they can do today, uh, pick a few things, add it into your marketing plan, and get going on it. So, Mary, I want to thank you for your time today.
0: You're welcome, and as always, Nick, I enjoyed myself on your show, and I appreciate it.
1: Oh great! And how can people get? Um, I don't mean. I mean, just how as page I'm like, oh great! <laughs> you know, I'm since I'm just looking at the time. Um, what's a good way for people to get in touch with you, Mary? How can they best contact you?
0: Um, the best way would be to um, email me at m. E r l a i n at dot Com or just call me at six three zero seven six eight one four two two. That is my cell phone.
1: Wonderful. All right, and yes, we like using the phone. Mary likes using the phone. I like using the phone. Everyone, try using the phone. Connect with people. Get offline for a second. All right, we want to also thank our commercial sponsors. Uh, we want to thank also our listeners, but our commercial sponsors, one, Nancy K. Ducharme of the Law Offices of Nancy K. Ducharme, Mary Orlando of Peak Marketing and Sales Incorporated, Jim Thompson of the Midwest Consulting Group and the Get Clients Now program, Law Publicist Communications and ALRPRA Division, Credit Damage Expert George Finder, and... And a pleading Drafter Brand Services, also an ALRPRA division. You can find our archive shows at our Law Talk Radio page on the website. And again, we'll read you this disclaimer. Please don't sue us. Uh, <laughs> this is a general information program. The advice chart on this show does not constitute legal advice, and results may vary based on your facts and location. Communication with attorneys on the show does not give rise to an attorney-client relationship. Programming is politically neutral and objective. Counterpoints to views expressed are always welcomed. Law Talk Radio is produced by law publisher communications an alr pra incorporated agency and law talk radio does not necessarily endorse all of the opinions expressed by guests finally all callers remain confidential and all rights to this broadcast are reserved Law Talk Radio episodes are programmed to entertain and to bring our attorney and non-attorney audiences tips, tools, and practice area information they can use to be better informed practitioners and consumers of legal services. With our guests and listeners located worldwide, we appreciate this opportunity to use a socially networked radio program to bring people together and share collective intelligence. Again, this is Nick Augustine, the law publicist for Law Talk Radio, and I thank you for your time.